1: Pack a Day Podcast.
2: Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Pack a Day Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Dan Konick, and I am uh, writing solo with my usual partner, Crime. Every other Tuesday here, it's just Janelle Mackie here with me. Really, kind of throwing it back, Janelle. Just a you, just you and me, back like you know a month or so ago when it was you, me, and Matt. This is this is the crew. Like this is this is the this is the core. Of our, of our pack-a-day podcast experience, it feels like, the last year or so. Yeah, you, know you mean? and
1: I have been kind of ride or die for a while now. So, And I didn't get to record with you last time because you were busy getting married. So congratulations. Yes, Thank last, last time much. we talked, you weren't a married man. So how is married life doing? How's the wife? How's all that?
2: It's the exact same because, <laughs> because we've been stuck together in quarantine for over a year now. And so, uh, no, I mean, like, it's... uh it it's obviously awesome to actually you know have it finally happen since it was something that was supposed to happen last summer um and you know just being able to still get to do something like that of that size that we got to do it with and have all the people that were important to our life get to be a part of it that was the important part for for us so it was fun it, we there was definitely some polka played we did we did some classic polkaing and the Bears still suck did get played near the end so I hope everyone appreciates that that I did have a bunch of Michiganders seeing the Bears still suck at my wedding.
1: Yeah, did um, you wear kind of like Packard color? Was it a tie or a vest or so so
2: so was
1: that coincidental or
2: <laughs> I here's the thing our colors officially were black and metallic and so. I came in here and I liked. I got the inspiration for my suit came from none other than Mr. Pat McAfee. If you ever saw him, saw him doing those uh, the Maxion college football broadcasts on Thursday night for ESPN, he rocks that black on black suit. So I'm like, that looks sharp as hell. I'm gonna rock that exact same thing. Did that. I did the metallic gold bow tie, and then for the reception. Busted out a brand new, like, literally had never been worn, brand new pair of solid gold Stan Smith Adidas shoes. Fly as hell. Not exactly, not exactly Packer related, right off, like, outwardly, but sort of like a subtle nod to that. I look good in anything gold, so... (laughs)
1: Well, if you wanted to go full Pat McAfee, you would have worn the uh the, shorts tucks. I don't know what they call that. The shi- but-
2: right. Yeah. The I, yeah, like that yeah, the shorts. Here's the thing. I've got these big dancers' legs. I don't pull shorts off very well. Uh and I also would have done the bolo tie, because he rocks that bolo tie sometimes too with the suit. Um yeah, but I am bolo- see you
1: rocking the bolo tie.
2: I could probably pull off the bolo tie, but I am a bow tie I am a bow tie man through and through. And man, that's solid gold. Trust me, the at, coming up for Packers games, those, the shoes at least will make another appearance at Lambeau field sometime this year. Mark it on your calendars, everybody. Uh, but no, thank you, Janali. I appreciate you. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: Matt mentioning would so that.
1: proud of your shoe game. I know. I've been talking from... about you stepping it up. So mm-hmm.
2: yeah, it was, it was a real step up from, you know, the, the regular pair of, of just tennis shoes from Walmart that I usually wear in my day-to-day life. So Uh, no, shout out Matt Fralick. I know he respects the shoe game. Um, so Janelle, it's you and I flying solo tonight. Um, we want to take a look and I think you, you're the one that suggested this, take a look at the schedule as a whole, because we're getting ready for training camp here. Really? We, we don't have much else to talk about yet until the guys show up for training camp and we can start talking about what, who's doing what, what's happening in games. Does a certain quarterback decide to show up to green Bay after his house is deep cleaned and detailed, uh, so let I mean we we just really haven't taken a look yet at a full rundown of the schedule this year, and gone game by game, and give wins and loss prediction. I think this is the perfect time to do it right now, and then it, it's it's kind of like a barometer for how we feel about the season at each point. Take it now, and then we take a temperature, you know, right before week one, and then you kind of see you know how that how how the preseason and how all of the training camp and everything affects how we're feeling about all these games, you know? Cause I mean, this, the schedule that I have, the record I have obviously changes drastically depending on who's going to be taking snaps for the Green Bay Packers this year, you know?
1: Oh, absolutely. We could almost do a rundown now. And then if something were to happen by the next time we record, we could almost have to do a complete reschedule right. breakdown.
2: Very true. Yeah. Depending on depending on what comes in. Now I that's let's let's start off with this. Let's start let's set a baseline before we jump into going game by game here. And we'll hit these pretty quickly. Not don't have to spend too much time on them. Seventeen games now to get through. I'm using this baseline, assuming that one Mr. Allen oh my gosh, I called him <laughs> Allen. Well, he's not coming back anymore. He just he just got his feelings hurt for the last time. That's strong camels go, back man. for Aaron. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, is quarterback for the Green Bay Packers this year. So that's that's the baseline I'm basing this off of. Are, I assume you you did the same.
1: Yep, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Okay. I think I think no one would doubt any or no one would blame anybody for uh, for assuming best I of that. Feel so like if
1: if we were playing in a way where Rodgers wasn't the starting quarterback, it would just be you know going into the schedule blind, like, no <laughs> yeah. idea what anybody right. look like, just. Straight up guessing.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Heck, if I mean, because if there's a chance, if he's not quarterback, we could be predicting this with Kurt Benkert as a a starting quarterback.
1: You don't have to 17 0.
2: All right, let's jump into it, Janelle. Week number one at the Saints. Um, This is a game that would have scared me every other year except this one. I personally am am no longer scared of going to New Orleans and playing the Saints. Um, I think think this is a pretty easy win, actually. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mark this one down as a win as well. I mean, we just don't know the starting quarterback situation, but their situation doesn't scare me too much. It's basically Alvin Kamara who is going to dictate that game, I predict. So, yeah, I think that, you know, they faced him last year. They should kind of understand more how to shut them down. So going into the Saints territory, I think they'll come out with the win in game one.
2: Yeah, there's, I mean, there's just no, there's no, there's no quarterback, like you said, and they lost so many other important pieces to cap, you know, to get under the cap and everything this year. It's, it's a complete unknown. And so, the, the, the juggernaut that was the Saints for the last decade or so, it's not there anymore, and I'm not afraid to go into this, the to New Orleans anymore, especially after what we did last year uh, and went down there and got a win in primetime. Let's look at the home opener, a Monday night game against the Lions. It'll be the first time that we get to see Jared Goff in a Lions uniform, also the first time that Jay Swag Daddy himself, Jamal Williams, comes back into Lambeau Field I think this. I, it doesn't really matter for me the quarterback situation for the Lions, the head coach situation for the Lions. I'm not impressed by either of them. I think it's an easy win for the the Packers. Again, they start off two zero.
1: Yep, I had the same thing. I just it feels like no offense to obviously the ex-Packers who went there, but I think mm-hmm. that their team declined when you lose Stafford and bring in Goff. So I just don't see this team being anything to be super worried about. Again, you can't undermine your opponent. You are going to be at Lambeau though and that's a huge help. So I think that they win their home opener.
2: Yeah, I mean Lambo on Monday night, prime time. I mean that think about it, it's not not only Lambo prime time, but it's the first time that Lambo's gonna be filled completely filled. Right. For the first time in almost a year. Well if you don't count the preseason, obviously you know, don't we don't throw in that for, for a regular season game, for a real life game, the first time is gonna be completely filled to the brim. It's a prime time game against a, a team that we all hate and love to just beat the snot out of. Um, and yeah, I'm just, like you said, I'm not impressed by, I'm not impressed by Jared Goff as a quarterback and I'm definitely not impressed by Dan Campbell as a, as a head coach. So <laughs> I, I don't care how many knees kneecaps he thinks he's going to bite off. I, 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 it's an easy win for the Packers. Um, tougher game here the first or not the first, uh, road it's another road game for the Packers in San Francisco on Sunday night football. Um, personally, I'm calling this one a loss just because it's the first time that I see a real test. And, you know, I just wonder about where the team is kind of at mentally with this. And then obviously San Francisco, I think is going to have a huge chip on their shoulder coming out of, you know, everything that was happening to them last year. Uh, I, I think that this is just this primed up for an early season loss to the to the Niners. I don't think it's going to be the the beatdowns that we saw two years ago when we saw the Niners at uh, in Santa Clara both those times. But I, I think I think it's the first opportunity for loss. And I I just I lean towards a loss here more than I do a win. Yeah,
1: I was kind of leaning back and forth. With this one, because I mean, they struggle on that West Coast. It is a game in San uh-huh. Francisco, but I think that they did really get over that hump last season. Um, I mean, San Francisco just kind of feels like a big question mark to me. There's a lot of puzzle pieces that don't seem like they're in place. They could, they could be a really good team. They could look like they did last year when we played them. So I actually took this one as a win. I think that they cool. go in there and take care of business. Um, a 7:20 game, so they got the night night game and I I don't know I just I feel more confident going into a 49ers game than I did a few years ago I think that they really showed kind of what they can do I think that more of their pieces are there and really it's it's about stopping the run game and I feel like that's kind of my mentality for most of the schedules if you can stop the run game you Mm -hmm. should be okay because with the backfield that the Packers have I'm not really scared of quarterbacks
2: yeah no that that's fair and then you know who knows what happens with the secondary with you know, like Stokes and and maybe King Caesar resurgence. You know, in this new defense, um, yeah, that's the thing. It, 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 the that San Francisco game, it, it's it is close to a 50-50 for me. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't blame you for for putting it as a W because I, I think it could go either way. I mean, again, we're 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 prognosticating these before we've seen anybody in camp. You know, we we haven't even seen what uh, Garoppolo is going to look like. You know, coming off of the coming off of injury and, and what Bose is going to look like, we have no idea what this team looks like. Um, but I just feel like if they come back healthy, I think they come back pissed off, and it's just it just a shade like a fifty one forty nine split. I give it a loss, but um, the next one back at home against the Steelers, Janelle. Um, I call this one a win. I think this. I think the Steelers are they're basically the Saints of the AFC. You know, a uh. Kind of a decaying, you know, relic of a of a once great civilization. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're not the team that they used to be. Roethlisberger can still throw it. They're still they're still dangerous. They're much more dangerous, I think, than the Saints. Um, but I just I don't I'm not as scared of the Steelers as I would have been like even four years ago when we when we saw them with uh, with Hundley under center. You know,
1: right? So I call this one a win. Yeah, I was kind of teetering back and forth with this one as well. I mean, I think it being at home kind of persuaded me to take it as a win. It's really just, I mean, the offense of the Steelers doesn't scare me too much, but their defense, um, you know, guys like T.J. Watt, you kind of wonder how they're going to line up against our offensive line. But I think that, you know, the Packers do such a great job of protecting their quarterback. I mean, T.J. Watt is going to be a menace no matter what, but Mm -hmm. I think that they are still able to – walk out of this one with a dub. I think it'll be close, but yeah, you know, I, I can't remember. It was a tweet from TJ Watt sometime last year, you know, he was just pissed off and it was like, Oh man, I remember reading that like anybody who plays him, it's going to be tough. And I was like, Oh no, Packers play him. So I think that, (laughs) you know, he, anybody who knows the Watts, you know, he, he's from Wisconsin. This is going to mean a lot to him coming to Lambeau. I feel like he's just going to have a big game and the Steelers, they, their downfall last year, I think that they, you know, they have all the talent. They just fell apart. So I don't want to undermine them too much. I think that they still have a lot of working pieces, but I think that this game being at Lambeau helps them tremendously. So I'm going to give them a win.
2: All right. Um, at the Bengals, another AFC team in Cincinnati. This one's personal for me. Growing up <laughs> in the Cincinnati area, and I've only seen them beat the Bengals one time in my entire life. I'm pretty sure. Um, Well, okay, I take that back. I can I can only remember them beating the Bengals once in my life. Um, The first game,
1: overtime game.
2: Yeah, the one the uh, what was that? Well, four years ago. Yeah, four years ago. um, You know where they had to like come back in the last minute to tie the game to go to overtime, and then Geronimo Allison. It was Geronimo, right? Yeah, Geronimo had that huge breakout play like in the third play of the game the overtime and one yeah that was it means a lot to me to beat the the freaking Bengals because you know the packers do well practically every season that i've gotten to watch them and just losing to the Bengals every four years and in in the most worst stupid ways it feels like every single time um really really sticks in my craw and i hate it um (laughs) I wish we could have gotten them last year when they were just a sitting duck. I think they're a little bit more dangerous this year with Burrow. Um, but I still give them the win here, For personally. Janelle?
1: Yeah, I also gave them the win. I mean, we don't really know what Burrow is going to look like coming off that ACL surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that was early enough in the year, though, where he should be good to go. But, yeah, we just kind of don't know what to expect from them. I mean, they showed flashes last year, but there's really nothing about this team that Worries me too much. It all it all depends on what Burrow looks like, and um, yeah, I I see them going into Cincinnati and getting a win.
2: Yeah, they didn't do much to fix that offensive line either. I think no. that was that was a key. If they if they could keep him upright, it's it's a different story. But uh, I think the Packers pass rush gets there. Speaking of another young quarterback, the next game at the Bears, um, this one for me depends a lot on when they bring in Justin Fields. You know, yeah, like if if they bring him in. You know, in the week or two before this game, it's different than if they if they still have Andy Dalton sitting there at by this point. I don't think I think by this point we will see Justin Fields for the Bears. Um, And so this is a toss up for me, too, because like there's that like there's that there's that Jalen Hurts experience that we had last year where you just kind of don't have enough tape on the guy. Mm -hmm. you know, and that could be kind of an up in the air, but I still think the Packers can go in and win this game in Chicago with, with Justin Fields or Andy Dalton. So I give them a win here again.
1: Yeah. Bears are just kind of one of those teams where, you know, a divisional rival like this, you just play differently. And I mean, the Packers love going into soldier field. So I also took this one as a win. Um, Yeah. There's just, again, like you said, the quarterback situation is a question mark and, I, there's just not much that scares me. Like, it's, I, I don't feel like they added pieces, at least not that we've seen, that um, really scare me. Like, I mean, Justin Fields is the big name, but we haven't seen him take a snap yet. Um, kind of similar to – it's, it's like our Jordan Love situation there. They're all talking him up, but we don't know what he looks like. And, um, you know, sometimes rookie quarterbacks who get thrown in the system in their first year – they have it tough because they haven't acclimated yet. So it'll be really interesting to see who is starting uh, that week six. But I do think that the Packers go in and get the win.
2: Next game up here, um, back at home against the Washington football team. Maybe someday we'll have a real name. <laughs> uh, who knows? I actually I sort of like the name. Personally. Every time
1: I see... WFT, I think of it as WTF. Yeah. And I honestly <laughs> think that just is better. <laughs> just <laughs> leave it at that. And
2: <laughs> um, I'll admit, I changed my answer on this literally as we were talking about the Bears game. I had this as a win originally. And I think I'm actually leaning more towards a loss now. Um, just because of what we were talking about with uh, the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields. And I'm blanking on I'm blanking on the quarterback that they they drafted. But they have but they have a similar situation where they have Ryan Fitzpatrick there. And
1: oh yeah, that's where he ended it's, up.
2: <laughs> um oh who did what's the name of the quarterback that they draft? I'm tr- like literally trying to Google this right now. It was one of it was one of the the young ones, right? The the, the brand. No, they didn't, did they? Did they, I oh, thought. No, no. Wow. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I'm changing this back. I'm changing this back on the fly because I literally I thought it was the 49ers. That's who drafted the quarterback, right? The, oh, um,
1: yeah. You know, who yeah. am I thinking
2: of? You know what I mean? The isn't the one out of uh, North Dakota.
1: The the pretty boy. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, it's Never on. Heard.
1: Yeah, it's on the tip of my tongue, and it's actually really bothering me. Okay, but.
2: I take it all back. If <laughs> Washington is running out here with Taylor Heineke, Ryan Fitzpatrick, or quarterback, there's no bleeping way they come into Lambeau and win this game. This is a win for the Packers.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah.
2: I don't care. I love Chase Young as a high state guy, but there's no way. There's there's oh. Uh. Shoot, is this his name? Oh my gosh, I am so embarrassed. I literally no. Go ahead, Janelle. You go. You go ahead. I'm trying to track down who the actual quarterback is for the Washington football team.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. I also took this one as a win. I just think that you know, they looked. They had flashes that looked good last year, and the Alex Smith thing was, you know, the story, and it was kind of a momentum behind him, but without him. I don't really know what they are, what their driving force is. I just think that they're kind of – they're still trying to rebuild and figure things out, and especially coming into Lambeau, I just – I don't see them coming away with a win. I think that, they, you know, they they put up a fight with Heineken or Heineke, Heine, whatever his name is, <laughs> mixing up his name with beers. Um, <laughs> I mean, they, they put up a fight against, you know, Tom Brady and his Buccaneers, but that's also playoffs, so it's a little bit different, and – I think that they could be kind of a wild card because you just really don't know. Again, kind of one of those teams where you don't know enough about them to know how to play against them. But I just don't think that their talent can match up with the Packers, and especially at Lambeau, kind of getting colder in that October weather. Um, Packers should get the win that week. Did you figure out your quarterback?
2: Well, it was they didn't draft a single quarterback, and so I'm trying to I'm trying to remember who I'm thinking of. I think of oh Trey Lance. That's who I was thinking of. For some reason, I thought the – I thought the forty, I thought the um, I thought Washington football team took him, Were you but he was a forty nine er. No, 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 no. It was it was it was Trey Lance. I think I was I think I was. He reminds me a lot of Dwayne Haskins, who was with Washington last year, and his you know has now moved on to to Pittsburgh. Um, maybe we see him. Uh. Yeah, I think I was. I think I was. They they remind me a lot of each other. I think I was getting them confused. If literally, if they're running Ryan Fitzpatrick out here for this year, there's no there's no chance that they come in and win this game. Real quick to recap, Janelle, we're almost halfway through this season, and you have not given the Packers a single loss yet. Are you are you going to are you calling this an undefeated season as of right now?
1: I am not. <laughs> if you would have waited one more week, one
2: more week, okay. Let, let's get to that one because th- there's another one we agree on. The Thursday night game against the Cardinals. Yeah, I think this is – I th- you know, in the NBA, they have a thing called scheduled losses where, you you know, you go on the road for like a back-to-back game. This is a scheduled loss for the Packers, I feel like. On the road, short week, cross-country. This, this just spells out bad news bears for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, Kyler Murray, he – is a very talented quarterback. He's mobile. He's young. He he has all these pieces that are really fun to watch. And since he's so young, he's still, I mean, they have, haven't played against him yet. At least not that I can remember. Um, so I think going there and the Cardinals, they're not a bad team. They're kind of like, like an underdog team where you kind of forget about them, but they actually look
0: really good these last couple years,
1: especially with the addition of J.J. Watt that just adds – more fuel to the fire. I mean, again, having to face a WAP brother, but this one on the road, I think that, yeah, the the back half of their schedule is where it gets tougher, I think. And I think that uh, in my opinion, I think this is where the Packers are handed their first loss. I think it'll still be close, but I just think that they, it'll be an interesting matchup and I, I, yeah, I don't want to say, you know, that they're going to lose, but I just see, I could see the Cardinals putting up a good fight. We saw it against the 49ers plenty of times where you're like, how is this team matching up against them? So I think they're gonna really surprise a lot of people in this one.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. I, like I said, I think I really like the team that they have out there. I love Kyler Murray as a quarterback, and just just the just all of that trap like that is just rough as hell. And I think honestly, for me, I would much rather have a Thursday night game. Like if my thir- if this is my Thursday night game, like good. I would much rather have like one that is like a scheduled, like guarantee loss where I can go into it feeling like, okay, if anything positive comes out of this game. Great, but I'm expecting a loss out of this, you know, and so I would much rather have that than have like one of these toss-up Thursday night games against like the Jaguars or something like that, where they could come in and beat you on a Thursday and ruin the rest of your whole NFL week. Right. Um, I would much rather have this, and so okay, so we both think this is a loss. First time that we agree on a loss.
1: Yes. So this but is your second loss. My first this is my agree. second
2: loss. Your first at the Chiefs the following week. You get a little bit. You get coming off of that little that that secondary bye week, you know, kind of where you get a little extra practice time. Still on the road at the Chiefs. They're they're a little bit tricky to kind of see what they're doing, they're, what they're going to do too, because they lost a lot on that offensive line, and yeah. you know,
1: this one I went solely on home field advantage.
2: Okay, so you're so giving this another I, loss.
1: I do have them losing this one. I think if it was in Lambeau. Packers Mm. have the edge but these are two very talented teams I think the matchups are going to look really good but I think that home field advantage plays a huge part in this Um, we're hoping that we finally get a Rodgers versus Mahomes game but yeah I think that home field advantage is going to be really important in a in a tough matchup like this and hopefully it's close but I could see the Packers dropping this one on the road in back-to-back games
2: yeah this one was one of the tougher ones for me too um, honestly, for me, the thing that did it for me is I am really expecting great things out of this defense this year. I really am. Like, I I think Joe Barry comes in here and I think this is just, you've got, you've got enough of the raw talent that has played together for long enough now. You know, this is the third year of, of all these, you know, most of these rookies or most of the, you know, the guys that were drafted about three years ago, like Rashawn Gary, Jerry Alexander, those guys. Mm hmm. And you, all the all the veterans that have all played together now for th- about you know close to three four years under Matt Lafleur, so if you you've got the raw talent, and you they they all kind of know already know how to play with each other, and now you just put them into a different kind of system. And if if they learn that system by this point in the year, especially with a bit of an extra time to prepare for the Chiefs, I feel re- I feel really good about their chances going into going into Kansas City. If this was different, if this if this was just a regular old week, I would feel a little bit a little bit more trepidatious about it, but I really do like the chances with every, how it all kind of pans out with the scheduling. So I'm going to give this a win for the Packers in, in, uh, in Kansas city.
1: All right. So we're opposite on this one. I hope you're right. And I'm wrong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, so, so now we, at this point in the season, we are, we have the same exact schedule, so uh, We have a the two same and record seven
1: record right now, or a seven, seven and two. And two. Yeah, yeah. Seven
2: and two record so far um Seahawks first uh home game back after the two weeks uh away against a Seahawks team that again feels like those Saints and those Saints and Steelers teams where I'm not scared by them anymore I I think I think the Seahawks are in for like a huge huge letdown season I think this I actually think this is a really easy win
1: yeah, I also took this one as a win. I think that, you know, the tides have turned. The Packers are now the ones with the Seahawks number. And, I mean, it, it's the Seahawks. It's a team that used to kind of have that history rivalry. I know some people aren't over it. I'm I'm pretty much over it. I've moved past that. But Seahawks at home, I think, you know, I, I don't know what the Seahawks have really done to improve. They've kind of right. been struggling. And we saw them in that divisional game. Um almost you know probably a year and a half ago at Lambeau and they they have the talent but they're they're gonna struggle to keep up with this team because they're they're not adding pieces they're losing more and again you know there's kind of quarterback drama around that program too so we really don't know what's happening internally with them but I think yeah Seahawks come to Lambeau and the Packers get another win from them
2: yeah Russell Wilson has not aged as well as as Aaron Rodgers Right, <laughs> has, which is crazy to think about because Aaron Rodgers has played for what five, almost close to five more years, I think. Yeah. Than him, um, yeah, insane. All right, so we're both giving this a win for the the Packers against the Seahawks. Yep. At the Vikings, first time we get to see the Vikings this year. We yeah, go. Yeah, really
1: strange seeing them for the first time in Week Eleven.
2: I know, right? Like usually the Viking usually the Viking teams are one of the first ones. To come up,
1: yeah, playing you know the Lions being their first divisional game is just odd to me.
2: Yeah, I, I hate, I hate. Well, I hate all these teams. I hate, I hate everybody in the NFC North equally. <laughs> and
1: uh,
2: yeah, to, I would. Here's the thing: I would much rather see the Lions because I think that the worst of the three teams, uh, you know, uh, like in that right. first week of the season, or like early on, the Vikings though getting to see them here. I just wonder what they're going to look like, you know, cuz I think we I think we got off a little lucky with them uh last year in that first game of the season where they didn't know what they were yet, you know. Yeah. And I think if I think if that changes, you know, that that, that there's there there's, there's something here with this Vikings team like I've said I think the Vikings are the team to watch out for in the NFC North last year and then in this year too. I still think they're they're a very winnable team to play against. Uh, especially with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, I still think I still count this as a win for the Packers on the road at the Vikings. Um, what say you?
1: I it makes me sick to my stomach, oh, but no. I did pick them losing on the road to the Vikings. I just, you know, Vikings—they're kind of trying to figure things out. They've added a couple pieces. Some of their younger guys are coming into their uh, coming into their own, and mm-hmm. I think it really depends a lot on what that backfield looks like because we saw them when they were really banged up and they don't have the depth and I mean as long as Cook is healthy he is dangerous and I think that there's a lot of pieces that don't work and a lot of pieces that do work and it all depends on kind of what their game plan is and it just seems like U.S. Bank has been a tough place for the Packers the last few years and I hope that they can kind of get that monkey off their back but I think that I I don't see them sweeping the division this year. I think that if I was going to give them one loss in the division, it would be the Vikings on the road.
2: Yeah. You know what? You make a really, you make a really good point there, especially with that home field advantage thing. Like, you know, like I was saying in that week two game, like the very first time that Packers get to see a divisional team prime time, you know, uh, like pack the house again. Like I'm pretty, this is the first, the Vikings didn't have any fans, did they? They may have had like some of the the like frontline workers there for a couple games near the end of the season, but like this is going to be the first game that the Vikings are going to be at home against their most hated rival, and it's going to be in the middle of the season. You know, who knows what who knows what the schedules are, what the records are going to look like when these two meet up. I, you might be right that, that that's closer, maybe closer to a loss than I kind of expected. That's going to be a rocking. Rocking place, and it's gonna suck to watch because I hate that damn horn.
1: <laughs> oh gosh, me too. If I'm listening to the game or Vikings game in general on the radio, it just you know I just want to swerve off the road. <laughs> I can't do it. I I really can't.
2: All right, last game before the bye week, week number twelve against the Rams. So we get to see Matt Stafford still this year. He gets to come back to Green Bay. He's never gonna get rid of us. Um what do you what do you think of this game? I, I know I think it was Eli was was it Eli I saw on Twitter talking about how or no I think it was actually JJ Leahy who was talking about this. Um about how like the ram like calling the Rams the the Buccaneers slash forty Nineers from the past couple of years, like this year, and and saying that you know they're gonna be the ones that give us that huge beatdown and then we see them in the playoffs. I don't see it. I really I really, really don't, you know, they what did they do really to, to improve this year? They got Matt Stafford, who I think is, it's, it's not that much of an improvement over, over Jared Goff, you know? And like there's, he doesn't really have many weapons. I think he almost even had more weapons in Detroit <laughs> to a certain extent. And, you know, I, like, I just, they don't, the 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 Rams seems like a real flash in the pan from you know their Super Bowl year a couple years ago, and so I'm I I don't see a huge threat in the Rams this year. I, I I call this a win.
1: I actually, this is my first and only home game loss I had on the schedule. Something about Stafford coming back with a better team. It just seems like he's going to come in with so much vengeance and, you know, finally he gets to come in and play with a team that maybe is more up to his standards and his level. And I think that, you know, the Packers also beat him in the playoffs last year. So there's a lot of personal vengeance that this team is going to come in with. And it's going to be a really tough game at Lambeau, you know, almost end of November. But I just think that there's something that I think Stafford's going to come in and just have his best game. Cause you know that he's wanted to do it for so long and it's just hard when you're playing for the lions and just something about this kind of gave me weird feelings. It was like, okay, you know, it's a home game. So that's good. But there's just, it just seems like there's so much hate that's going to be coming in to Lambeau that day that it, it might make it really, really tough for them.
2: I I can, I can respect that. I, I, th- I think I think you think much more highly of Matt Stafford than I do. <laughs> I I, I really don't think he's that good of a quarterback. I think he's average at best. And
1: and maybe we'll find out, you know, yeah. when you get him out of the Lions, maybe he isn't as good as we thought he was. Maybe he was kind of like that cheerleader effect. Right. If you want to think how I met your mother. The big fish he, in
2: the little pond.
1: Yeah, where he looks better because everyone else around him sucks. So maybe yeah. he'll end up you know, we could end up five weeks in and be like, you know what Stafford really, it wasn't the entire team's fault and he's not as good as we thought he was. But again, we're just making those. I, I always thought really highly of Stafford. I I hope he doesn't come in and stomp on us, but I could also see him coming in with that kind of rage after so many years of losing to him. He's, he's had his fair share of wins against him, but yeah, I just think that this team is going to be better. It's, the the Rams are better with Stafford and the Lions are worse with Goff is kind of how I went into it.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I I got you. I think that it, I could. I don't necessarily agree, but
1: yeah, I respect okay. exactly where you come from.
2: No, I you're you've backed it up with logic, which is Every all once I need. In
1: a while, we have yes. to disagree, Dan.
2: I at a yeah, we can't we can't always be lovey-dovey on the podcast all the time. <laughs> um, let's uh, so we get the bye week and we've got five games left after a the bye week, week
1: 13 bye i hate it
2: bless oh i see okay we're disagreeing again i love the late bye
1: i feel like i would have rather had like a week 10 you know i feel just you know more, see, more you, i think it's you just know, the way you, did schedule. Get it.
2: you got it with the cards game that's the schedule played out so perfectly the packers got two bye weeks and they're like in the each third of the season that cards guess, game is I fits guess. right there to give us a little bye week Week 13 like them, bye love it
1: i do like them coming off the bye playing the bears because yes. history has shown that they don't play well after the bye so i yes. would, but then does that make me nervous about them playing the bears
2: you're right no see i and this was this was the first one of the first ones where i was like i'm really i'm really don't know which way to go with this because it's the bears at home on sunday night football but you're also coming off of that bye week. um I think I think the Packers did enough to dissuade the bye week stuff. you know, um i I, I think I think that they are better they they're they're the most complete team that they're gonna be. If they're still having trouble with bye weeks at this point, what are we even doing? but the 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 great thing about this is coming off of a bye week against a divisional opponent. you already know them. You already know their tendencies. You you've already played them once this year already, so I don't think that they're going to have that same. That I don't think they're going to have that same kind of, uh, you know, outcome. You know, that that same kind of uh, malaise that we've seen in other seasons. So I, I think this is a solid Sunday night football win against the Bears at home. I love it.
1: I also had them winning this one. I mean, yeah, Bears at home. That's really the only logic I needed. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think yeah, um, get over, go over the uh the flukes that have been happening, and right take care of business on Sunday night Sunday exactly. night against the bears it's it's a beautiful thing at Lambo
2: Sunday night like, I love Sunday night Sunday night games in Lambo there's nothing nothing better than that, seriously. um two two road games and two home games left in the season first one road game at the Ravens I instantly without even thinking of this I put this as a loss for the Packers just because of Lamar Jackson I, I I maybe I just have PTSD from from the Colin Kaepernick years in San Francisco oh, yeah. oh but like until I until I see them be able to limit a guy like Lamar Jackson I'm never gonna believe it You know, I don't care who I don't care who's playing quarterback for the Packers. I just I don't trust that. D. don't trust anyone against a guy like Lamar Jackson. And like I said, so until I see it happen, um, I'm not going to I'm not going to believe it. So I'm 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 this is like one of the first. Well, I have the cards game down. That's a scheduled loss. This is the first one. I really think that like this is just a matchup loss for the Packers.
1: See, and we disagree here. Because I, I think that if this was maybe maybe last year, two years ago, I think it's different and i I give him the loss. But I think Lamar Jackson, now that there's more film on him, his game has been a little bit more exposed. The Ravens haven't looked as good as they did that first year that he was uh, under center. I think that a lot of the strategy that the Ravens had and what they were putting in their quarterback system, I think that it's been a little bit exposed. So people are trying to – They're kind of starting to figure it out. And hopefully by week 15, they kind of have a better understanding. I I do also get nervous about the mobile quarterback situation because, yes, I could not stand Colin Kaepernick in the way that he ran all over them. But right now, I just don't see the Ravens being that scary team that they were a couple years ago. I think that they're they're still very talented, very good, and Lamar Jackson is a phenomenal quarterback. But I think what they're going to have to do is if they can make him throw – that's going to be the biggest factor. And I mm-hmm. think that this defense, like you said earlier, when you were talking about the Chiefs, I think that they've added some pieces to kind of slow slow that down a little bit because I, I wish I could remember who, who it was last year that I was pretty nervous about uh, mobile quarterback-wise, and they kind of shut him down. So I, I think that I have a little bit more confidence in that aspect of the game. I think it'll still be close, and you are in Baltimore, which makes it tough, but I do see them – pulling out a W in this one.
2: Okay. That, again, my sweet summer child, you weren't, you weren't, you weren't, but a yay above a cornstalk when Colin Kaepernick was running all over us. <laughs> and you, you weren't there for the Michael Vick, the Michael Vick game, the the divisional no. game. That was, that's seared in my memory as a child. Like, my therapist and I need to talk about that uh, <laughs> tomorrow. Um, Browns game, Christmas day in Lambeau field. This one is tough for me because I think the Packers have the team that can beat the Browns. I think the Browns are a really good team. And I think that they can win. However, the Packers also have a huge knack of destroying holiday seasons for me, whether it be Thanksgiving or Christmas. And so this being on Christmas really worries me because I'm really worried that I'm going to have a terrible Christmas day with a, like a loss to the Browns. So I am I'm really wishy-washy on this. I'm Janelle, here's the thing. I want to hear from you. You convince me cuz I am I am like literally 50-50 on the fence about this. Where did you fall?
1: Um this is another one, you know, the Browns, they have been getting better. I think that's been obvious these last couple of years. They've they're starting to turn things around, but it is a home game. And that's going to be huge and Lambo is going to be loud. It's Christmas. It's a it's a special day. Um you know you, you do get that little bit of a shorter week, but at least you're home. So you worry less about travel because it is a Saturday game. And mm-hmm. you're coming off of that away game in Baltimore. Um I, I do see them getting the win against this one. I do – there's just something, you know, the Browns, they're a lot of young talent, but some of the talent that they have, we've seen the Packers stop, you know. If – I think OBJ, as far as I know, is still a receiver. There They've still got a good wide receiver core. Baker Mayfield's coming to his own. They've got a good run game. But, again, you know, matchup-wise, I think that their offense is better than their defense – and I think that both aspects of our team can beat both of those. So I think it'll be a really close game. I think it's going to be a fun game unless you're in the Loney House where rivalry <laughs> on Christmas. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully it's snowing, you know, Christmas, snow at Lambeau. Oh. I just think that I, – I think the Packers, with that home field advantage, have the upper hand here, even if it is a great matchup. So – I am hoping that by dinnertime on Christmas we are cheersing to a Packers victory
2: from your words to Santa's ears, Janelle, <laughs> all right, you convinced me I will take the brown i will take the that will take the W here with the browns we go to we go to our next home game last home game of the season Sunday night football against the Vikings. Here's the thing it's Sunday night football right now. there's a good chance. Later on in the season, depending on what happens between the Packers and the Vikings early on in the season, the Vikings probably there's a chance are in contention at this point, and there's maybe a more you know interesting matchup uh, that comes along in Week 16 or th- no that's excuse me that's Week 17 now, um, you know so there's a chance that this gets flexed out, but right now it's a Sunday Night Football game at Lambeau against another uh, divisional opponent. If I man, if I was an NFC North fan, not like not a Packers fan, I'd be so pissed that the Packers get so many Sunday night football games at home.
1: <laughs> it's it's about it's- time though, because I feel like last year, like the last few years, I was like, why don't the Vikings ever have to come to Lambo when it's mm-hmm. cold and snowy? They were right. getting away with it. We were having to travel to Minnesota a lot. So it's nice to see them, you know, January second come into Lambo on a Sunday night. Like freeze their asses off. And yeah,
2: I don't. I don't care if you're. I don't care if you're from. You're from Minnesota. You're. You're not a cold weather team if you play in a dome. So, you exactly. come come out and play in the elements. I. This is a win for the Packers.
1: Yeah, I. I. You know, I already had them losing to the Vikings at home. They don't lose both games this year to mm. the Vikings. They're going to come in and they're going to win that one at home on Sunday night. They have a lot of great primetime games against their divisional rivals now that I'm actually looking at
2: it. Right. That's, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's like they get the three. They yeah. get three of them, and they're all at home. I just oh, yeah. noticed that they're all all the home yeah, games they get against Monday the NFC night North, Monday night against time. the Lions,
1: Sunday night against the Bears, Sunday night against the Vikings. That's
2: crazy. I love that. That's a
1: beautiful thing.
2: Eat it. The rest of the NFC North. You can eat it. Last game at the Lions. I'm thinking maybe y'all need to come out and visit me for this game. I live right down the street from Ford Field. I'm just saying. <laughs> you can start if you buy the tickets now, you know, the flights are probably pretty cheap. It's post Christmas, so I'm throwing it out there. But regardless, I think this is another example of one of these late season Lions games. Where I think it's like, shoot, it's almost been like it was last year was the last game. I think two years ago was the last game, too. Wasn't it a, a lion, like a late season Lions game to wrap up the season?
1: It, yeah. Am I almost, misremembering last year? It always, always year? seems like they. I know two years, the Lions and it's like an important game for right. one of the teams.
2: Yeah. Like, well, two years ago, it was the last game of the season at the Lions. Mm hmm. I can't remember if it was it was a late season game last year too. I don't think it was the last one of the season though, but still, it's another late season game again in Detroit. Um, depending honestly, depending on if the Lions are somehow able to throw some together, which people here in Detroit are thinking they they actually might. I think it's a lot of a lot of hooey. Um, if they somehow manage to scrape together, like a like two games above 500 season and are competing for one of those like five wild card spots maybe they have something to fight for but i really don't think that i think at this point of the season they're probably done we're wrapped we're we're gonna be competing most likely for a bye week or the bye week now um i think i think this is another i think the packers wrap this up with three wins in a row and and win in detroit what do you think
1: i also had them winning in detroit just kind of same as I stated earlier, it's the Lions haven't really done anything to make me think that they can beat them. Again, the only reason I would think that the Packers would lose this one is because it's like a scrappy late season. You know, the Lions just do something that messes up your playoffs. They're not going to make it. So they're just kind of here to screw with your schedule. And if they can throw something together, that would be the only reason I think it would be kind of a scrappy win for the Lions. Um, But I, I see I see Green Bay going in and taking care of business in the last week. And, you know, at that point, hopefully, like you said, playing and earning that bye week and yeah, it'll be an important game and unless they secure it early and they have their starters maybe sitting, but Mm -hmm. you know, with with this new schedule system, I guess, I don't know maybe what that looks like. We, we don't really know. Will they want to sit starters? Will they not? You know, it's, it's going to be really different just with the whole format of things.
2: Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's review really quick. So I finished mine off with a fourteen and three record for the Packers. You are a negative Nelly and gave them a thirteen and four record. I did. Um, But you have them starting off with a seven seven game.
1: Yeah. Win streak. Yeah
2: seven game win streak and then there's a sandwich of losses in between the win of the seahawks and then you finish off with a five game win streak to finish the season i have i have them very streaky uh winning i think my biggest win streak is five right in the middle of the season um you know between those two losses of the cards and the bears or excuse me the ravens um but i mean overall i think you know we we disagreed on some of the some of the individual matchups, but you know, if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of this team, which all signs are pointing that he most likely will be, this is this is another team that's still able to compete. And I think even with I think even with even with Jordan Love, this is a this is a five hundred team. At the worst, I think it's a five hundred team.
1: Yeah, I think that this schedule, if that were uh to need to be the case, I think this would be a good first year schedule for him.
2: Mm-hmm. Very much so. I think I think there's a lot of there's a lot of really winnable games, a lot of a lot of your toughest, you know, there's no real stretch where it's, you know, an absolute slaughter of, you know, opponents or road trips or anything like that. It's a very easy schedule for, for any quarterback. So Regardless, the, the things look bright for the Packers this year with the record. Uh I mean, obviously the record is a little bit old news right now, but I we I don't think anyone's really broken this down yet and gone game by game, you know. So right. we're, I, I, we're getting to we're getting to crunch time here.
1: Yep. I have Matt LaFleur having his third third in a row of thirteen win seasons. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just his magic number.
2: Lucky thirteen. Yep. Uh, the Matt LaFleur story. Um <laughs> Cool. All right, Janelle, I loved. I loved what we had here. I want to hear what people have to say about this. Please let us know what you think at Pack a Day Podcast on Twitter. Reach out to me and Janelle on Twitter as well. Let us know what you thought about us. Like, like, subscribe, rate, review us. Tell us your friend. Tell your friends about us. We're getting ready for training camp. People ish is about to go off in Packer world. So this is the perfect time. If you have Packer friends or people trying to get on the team or figuring out, you know, how do I get my news in. Anchorage, Alaska of Packer stuff. Let them know it's us. So um, anything, Janelle, that you want to let the people know about, promote, where they can find you, all the good stuff?
1: Yeah. um, Basically, if you go to my Twitter, I was smart enough, and I finally made just a link tree link, so you can go into my bio and use that to find all of my work. So go to my Twitter page at Big Mac underscore four, and if you go into the link in the bio – You'll be able to find all my work, my social media, where to find me, all that good stuff. Obviously, I'm here every other Tuesday with Dan and usually Eli, who is busy moving, which is why he will not be joining us. Um, and You know, you and I both have stuff starting up again at Game On Wisconsin, so mm-hmm. that'll be a lot of fun. And Obviously, I've got my hockey stuff, my mental health stuff, and you'll be seeing a lot of hockey stuff with the expansion draft being tomorrow, so it's it's still a lot of hockey content, but we're rolling more into the Packers content as the season kind of starts to get closer.
2: <laughs> the hockey season does not sleep.
1: No, nope. it never stops. No, nope. the Kraken are coming in, and it's <laughs> it's throwing a wrench into the entire league. <laughs>
2: uh huh. Um, no, I am. I'm excited for the NHL stuff too, as well. I love all your stuff there. Um, I am on Twitter at DK all the way. Uh, like Janelle said, Game On Wisconsin stuff is starting back up here soon. Tomorrow, um, Lombardi's Bar opening back up for the first time this season, 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central, on the Game On Wisconsin YouTube channel. And then uh, you can catch my pieces on uh, Game On Wisconsin every Friday, The Leap, where I talk about uh, just anything random Packer stuff that comes into my mind, answer some Packer fan questions. Let me, if you have questions or anything that you want me to talk about in the, the articles, please DM me, send me a a tweet or something. I love answering people's questions and everything. So uh, check all that stuff out. And then, like I said, we are literally less than a week now away from the start of Packers training camp. And so this is the place to be, folks, for all of your training camp stuff. So stick with us the rest of the week, the rest of the upcoming weeks. We'll see you back again in two weeks from now. Eli, hopefully, will be finally completely moved in. And he will join us again. But until then, everybody, stay safe. And as always, Go Pack Go. go. Pack, go.